You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Hello. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's me. It's Harvey. And I'm Carice. We're talking about love and the culture like we do every week. Last week, love was simple. This time, we're taking marriage and we're going to demystify it. I love that word, by the way. Good job coming up with that word for this week. Well done, wife. The college degree is coming into play. I'm so proud of you, girl. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. You have a college degree as well. But I didn't come up with demystify. higher than mine. Valid. That's true. I didn't say you did. I'm just saying. That was a good word, and it didn't come to mind. But you spit, you just spit it out with ease. I'm like, what? Wow, that's my girl. Hey. College is a sham, like very oh, clearly. Wow, very clearly. It's a shit. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> very clearly. Okay, on to on to subject matter. During the last episode, we were talking about marriage, and you know what you can do to make it, you know, make it easy. What makes it good? What makes it succeed? What makes it great for the couple? And I kind of got into discussion about how, while I am super happy to be married to you, you good people, I like you a lot. If I haven't mentioned that today, I love you. I love you a lot. That I loved you and continue to love you, but I loved you as much before we got married as after we got married. Same amount? Same amount. Because wow, wow, because I loved you immediately. The same amount? The same amount. You didn't know me. And yet still loved you. (laughs) Okay. Leap of faith. Loved you immediately. We're going to have to do a whole episode on how you do not believe that I loved you from door. And you that's didn't fine. know me. I, you loved me the same amount as I when lo- you didn't I know me you. from now knowing me. I loved me. you immediately. This is not up for discussion. I had I loved Almost you from door. Almost 12 years later, you know me so much better. Oh, wow. Same amount. You create problems that aren't there. I've birthed your children. Right. Same amount. Respect you even more the, than the I did. exact same amount. Admire you even more than when I first met you. Wow. You like those? Same amount. Good. So let's talk about things that people assume marriage does. Being married changes things, makes things better just because you got married, just because you slapped that ring on it, just because you put a ring on it. All of a sudden, things are better. So, first, we're two people when we're getting married. You're you, you're the beautiful woman. I'm the man chasing you, trying to make you love me because obviously you didn't love me immediately. So my job is to get you to make you attracted to me so that you can fall in love with all this that is Harvey, that is your husband. So we're two separate people trying to become one. And it finally happens and we're a couple. But a lot of people get into marriage and think, you know, we're two two different people. But once we get married, we're one unit. We're no longer two separate people. We're just one unit. And it kind of takes away individuality. What do you think about that? Individuality is important. I mean, you're two separate people. You're always going to be two separate people. I don't think that there's ever a point where you merge with any one person. Some people think that, you know, their their children are like, you know, one, and they're one with their children. Like, you're not one with anybody except yourself. But honestly, I think that we are just individuals at our core. 
I think marriages are best when you still keep your individuality. Last thing you want to do is get lost in somebody else. You want to still be that. You still want to be the person that you were that attracted them, right? Last thing you want to do is just all of a sudden you're just one thing. You're not Harvey and Carice. You're just the Laguerres or Mr. and Mrs. Laguerre. All of a sudden you don't have a personality. You're super boring. Everything that you do has to include me. Everything I do has to include you. So first of all, I could never be super boring. Let's just, you know, put that out there. Wow. Wow. That's what you got out of all that I was saying. Yes. That you're not super boring. <laughs> what I did catch. I could never inter- be super what's boring. Interesting, That's the thing. Right. And you took offense to what I said that. Notice you didn't say, but Harvey, you know, you, you can, you can never be super boring, but apparently I can be. You only defended yourself. Nobody said anything about you. Exactly it's not about you, boo. Oh, we were talking talk- about me. I don't understand we how you talking about yourself. You. We were talking about couples and then we talk about individuality. So also uh, what you're saying in this case, you just talk about you. Right. Right. I cannot be super boring. I am actually mm-hmm. mysterious. Mysterious. Okay. You've been saying that for years. I'm and mysterious. You no, know, what's interesting is you've been saying that for years and it's not mysterious that you it's think not you're mysterious. mysterious. Didn't you wake up the other day and I was not in the house? You had no idea where I was. Um, I knew where you were. Where was I? You was at the beach. <laughs> right? Were you at the beach? No, the morning that I went to Target and then oh. I went to Home Depot but and then another first? Home Depot. You where'd see? you go first? I didn't go to the beach that morning. Lies. I didn't go to the beach that morning. See? So, but you had done Mysterious. Told- I done mixed it up. I've been going to the beach every morning and then you mixed it up a little bit. You had no idea what it was. Or you're just lying. I don't know. One of the two. But good. But I you- came back with stuff from Target and Home Depot. Right. That's good. Hey, you could have had that stuff in the car the whole time. I don't know how you roll. Because I'm mysterious. Boom! Congratulations. (laughs) Yep, that's what I want. A woman who doesn't let me know where she's going to be, what she's going to do, and when she's coming back. Yes, I am a mysterious individual. And that's true. Bring that That, back around. Well, well done. Well done. It's almost like you've done a podcast before. I like that. Individuality is important. We, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I need to be Harvey separate. You need to be Carice separate. So that when we're back together, we appreciate each other for who we are. Yeah. So I think individual individuality is good. You don't want to be too deep in the coupleness. You know, at times you can be, but we should still remain being, we should still be the people that we are. Yeah. You know what? Um, Tamar and Vince used to call them like Velcro. They were like Velcro. You mm-hmm. know, she went somewhere, he went somewhere. Mm-hmm. They were just together, you know, all the time. They went on like family trip. It's the Braxton girls mm-hmm. and Vince, you know, it was like, a, it was a lot. It's just too much because you never really get to be your, your real self. I mean, I feel like you could be your real self with a partner, right? right? Mm-hmm. But there's other versions and sides of you. You're, you know, you as a man are a son, you're a father, you're a brother, you're a friend, you're a cousin. Like you're, right. you've got many different roles and you're, you're slightly different in each one. Right. So... You know, if you get too engrossed in the one role you play as a husband, or if I get too engrossed in the one role that I play as a wife, you kind of lose some of those other aspects of yourself. Okay, I see you. I agree. I like the idea of me being me. You know, I like I'm a music head. I'm a movie head. That that's just part of my being. That's not always the same for you. So you've got your, I don't know. I guess your interests and stuff that I don't fall into. So none of that stuff goes away. 
it's still there. When we're together, we've got beliefs that we have, just like we've got shows that we watch together. But when we're separate, we've got shows that we watch separately. So there's just ways that we remain individuals. And it's also good for our children because our kids should see specifically our daughters who should know that when you are in a relationship and if they end up being married to men, they should know that they are not just becoming an appendage to that man, that they are a person in a relationship with that man. So it's important to remain yourself. That breeds confidence, that breeds you know intensity and desire in whatever you want to do as being a person who has desires and dreams that they want to fulfill. So the more that you can be your own person, but love somebody and be happy to be in that couple, I think it can only help a relationship and just help, you know, just your, your whole mental psyche. So that's my thought. I think all that means I agreed with you. It, well, that's really the best thing to do. Is what, to just agree with you? Just agree. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see how smooth that was? How smooth what was? This is how smooth life can always be. It's if only. If only. <laughs> if only, yes. If, if only. only. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> I think since I kind of mentioned, you know, our children and our daughters specifically, I think relationships that are rocky for some reason, you know, I don't know, abuse or just disrespect or just laziness, apathy, whatever. I think people think that a pregnancy and a child will all of a sudden change the path of a relationship. And bring people closer and people together. Bring, and bring people closer together. And I think in the right at the beginning, at the onset of that, oh my God, we're pregnant. You know, I could have hated you 10 minutes ago. And then you pull out a pregnancy test and oh my God, all of a sudden we're parents or we're going to be parents. Yes. And in like a good loving relationship. A, because. Right. You know, I've had that um, pregnant talk that didn't go that nice route. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, no, ours was a whole different. We didn't have that nice situation either. It was. I feel like that was hijacked, but that's still a whole nother thing. Yeah. Exactly. We had a nice. What was, I'm talking about is the warm reception to the idea of the pregnancy being, ex, you know, happy about it or whatever. Right. Um, we were in because a good my place first anyway. pregnancy right. at age 18, you know, revealing mm. that to the guy at that time, the father of that child was not like, a, oh, yay, we're pregnant. It was like, um, why are you trying to trap me? It's like, um, we're 18. Like, you don't have anything. Like, what am I trying to trap you for? <laughs> Whatever. But... In a loving, positive relationship where you tell the person and they don't like, you know, why are you trying to trap me? Is it my child? DNA test? That ain't my baby. Like all sorts of negative responses. That ain't my baby. <laughs> that ain't my baby. I don't know you. I don't know, I don't know you. What? <laughs> he said that? <laughs> yes. I don't know you. You don't watch enough Maury. They're no, like, oh, I don't even I'm notice, girl. I'm proud of that. So proud notice, of that. I don't notice, girl. What? And then Maury's like, DNA test says that's a lie. Mm -hmm. You knew her, mm -hmm. but it's still not his baby. <laughs> Those are the words. Those are the words. But as we return, a child can bring you closer together because it's a sh well, it's a shared struggle. I like to say. I'd like to think it is, but I when it comes to pregnancy, it's like it's not really a shared thing because the whole we are pregnant thing. I remember when we went. I think the first time we went and saw your doctor. 
And I think you, I, maybe the first or the second, I don't know. And the, she was upset when she heard, it's like, I hate it when people say we're pregnant because we aren't pregnant. Like I'm doing this by myself type of thing. So I, I, I mean, as, enjoy, as enjoyable as the pregnancy, the whole thing is, it's not really a we thing. The baby is the we, but the pregnancy is really you. Well, and I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but. It, Literally creating a human, like a human factory, you right, know, right. in the midst of things. I'm working hard real now, like 24-7 creating a human. Truth be told, you're the assembly line putting the baby together. But the actual, you know, putting the big pieces together, I, I was there. The I kinda, big pieces? What I'm saying is that for what I can imagine, it's the big piece of the car the big parts, then they're putting the tires and all that stuff in. But the big stuff to start with, you kind of needed me for that because you ain't doing this baby thing without me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you want to go with that. It's the big stuff, though. It's like no, one I mean, sperm meets one egg, and right. then the rest of it right. is literally the body factory. Right, right. We're right. But producing but, right. a human. Right. Body. But without that first part, there is none of it. Okay, but that's not the. I don't feel like that's like. Big big thing, I, you know. I, I, okay, like that might being have been able the wrong to develop term. a human right. brain yes. and lungs yes. and heart mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. sustaining that life okay. inside of you. I got you. a better way. So, me, me, and you, when we create a baby, we're creating the powertrain. The powertrain, and then you know, powertrain warranty, whatever. And the baby is like the it, when like you creating the baby, like the engine, the brakes, all that other stuff, all the stuff inside. But the outer, the start point, the beginning, you need me. After that, you go in and you put all the other stuff in. You slowly building. You putting the shock absorbers here, and the fingers and the toes and the heart and the liver and spleen, all that stuff. You're doing all that. But that first spark, the first spark. I feel like if you want to relate it to that, it's like, you know, you guys are the call to the steel factory to try to get the stuff that needs to be sent to the car manufacturer to actually manufacture the car. We're not even part, that's terrible. Like with a call, <laughs> that's terrible. I'm not even really part of it. I'm like not even the middleman. I'm like the outside dude. So all it's like the birth is the dome. Is you all, inject the all sperm. All you guys the do. That has says to do it work on its own too. And then it needs our body to do some of that too. I'm aware of that. What I'm saying is that you creating the baby didn't happen without us. Right. So all I'm getting at is that this idea of the child, the child is the thing that kind of brings you together. Yes. The pregnancy can, a, you know, a positive relationship with the pregnancy. And I think we fit that a lot because obviously the first time you were pregnant, the first few times you were pregnant, you didn't have that. But then when I came along and I'm like, that's my baby and I don't need more of you to tell me that. That's my child. And I'm going to be there for everything. So that was a positive relationship without that child. We were in a good place. We were good before we knew you you were pregnant with her. Right. Then add the baby to it. That just enhanced it. It just made it better, I think. Right. So. Coming to all the appointments, you get to hear the heartbeat, you know, like it's really like. It's all the, it's all it's the like good building. stuff. Right. Yeah. That, that's a kind of uh, intimacy is not the right word. It it kind of just solidifies a relationship, mm-hmm. and it's it's a building block. I guess mm-hmm. is a good way to say it because you can do all that, then the baby is born, and all the toxicity, all the stuff that was there before the baby just comes back out. Yeah. So that's what like we're a saying. false facade. Exactly. So it's fake. You think everything's okay, but you just kind of 
you just kind of covered it up. Like you yeah. said, you just put a thought aside there until, you know, some argument or something happens and everything comes falling, comes falling back. Yeah, but it doesn't even have to be like anything major. And it's not necessarily the baby itself that's right. not holding together. The really, it's not the child because, you know, a lot of children hold that on them when their parents don't work out, whatever. It's not the child itself. It's the differences in the people that existed prior to that child being born. You know, whether it's the, the work ethic and somebody is feeling like they're doing too much work with the baby and the other one's not doing enough. So they're not present in the child's life or, you know, you're wanting to share responsibilities, but the shared responsibilities are not happening the way that you would like them to. Um, just to break down as an example with um, breastfeeding, like I was really adamant about breastfeeding and, you know, you wanted to help out too. You wanted to be able to bottle feed the baby. And, you know, it just became a thing where it was like, okay, I wake up in the middle of the night, you let me sleep, I'm all engorged, I'm in pain and upset, because what do you mean you bottle fed the baby? I'm breastfeeding, you know? So it becomes like you get to these stupid little fights and arguments. But there's in instances where it's not where it's really tearing apart the relationship and not just like, you know, a little, a little thing where you have tiffs and whatever tits for tats or whatever mm. where it becomes you know a, an underlying it, you buried some stuff mm, true. and now true. you're uncovering it because you're realizing mm. that's true i guess the potential with the child is that it can reinforce the good things in relationship or it can really show the bad things that were there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even the tits or the tits or tats that you talk about, even those little arguments, even those little things that happen are things that can strengthen the relationship. Because when, you, when you're a couple and then you inject a baby into it, if it was just us and the baby, we're going to have our issues. That baby, you're going to be exhausted. I'm going to be tired. It's going to be, you're going to be really tired and I'm going to be trying to help. There's going to be all kinds of emotions and everything going on. So stuff is going to happen. For us, it was us, a new baby, and there were two other kids to go along with it. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole different dynamic. So being able to handle these situations with these disagreements, with being annoyed by whatever. And, you know, for me, which is like our first child, she did not like me at all. She was super mama's baby. Like she wouldn't let me feed her. So my first kind of experience with my child, and she didn't want to deal with me at all. So that was, that was tough. That was very difficult. So I'm sure in some way, well, not trying to do it, I'm sure I put some of that on you because I'm just upset that my child doesn't want to deal with me. So you all these, all these issues, all these problems that stem from coming from a child, the same kind of good things that can happen, bad things too, but how you deal with it's really important. 100%. So yeah, that's a big, big one where people falsely think that a baby will bring you closer. Mm -hmm. Agreed. One thing I remember, and we talked about it, we even talked about it in passing, is with the babies, how you had told me the way that you like to put the diapers on the baby. You know, I mean, I was fresh and young to putting diapers on my baby. Not like I'd never done it before, but I'd never done it in front of you. So I put a diaper on, on the child and I thought I did this good job, strapped up, kids ready to go. She could shoot out poop 10 miles an hour. This diaper is set unbeknownst to me till set. later it no it set. was set it was not what, set. unbeknownst to me you just waited for me to leave 
then to you go in there the to go in there and then fix whatever mistake apparently I made. Thanks, by the way. That doesn't help. You're welcome. It no, did help. It, it didn't help. help. It because didn't we help didn't them. have, you know, diarrhea, you know, floating all over the place. Oh you know my what I'm goodness, saying? that's ridiculous. Trying to Where I was going with that is another thing that people do. Another thing that comes with marriage is this idea that once you get married, you can change that spouse. You can mold that person into the kind of person you want them to be. And I think people think with relationships, we're together. That person, they're close to being what I think they're going to be. But once we get married, then I can take them. And then I, you know, I can mold them. They're clay. And I can just kind of scrape off the sides and shape them into the perfect person that, that I want them to be. Well, change, I just want to start off by saying that change is inevitable. Right. Everybody changes. You are not the same person at 21 as you'll be at 51. You damn sure won't be the same when you're 81. Like, it's all, we're all evolving, ever evolving. And so we have to anticipate that there will be change. You, you marry somebody and you, you're marrying them for who they are now and who they are going to be, but you shouldn't try to instigate or be the impetus for a specific change yeah. that is only your desire. Exactly. And I think that that particular statement there, I think that's going to be something that's majority, I think that's women. I don't think men go into a relationship trying to change the woman and to make her into this thing. Y'all don't try to make a hoe a housewife? I, wow. Wow. A hoe, a housewife? Yeah, there I, are plenty of guys out there wifing up hoes. And it's like, mm, she's not going to be a housewife. I I think if a guy is with a hoe, I don't even like that term, but you brought it up. So <laughs> if a guy is with a hoe uh -huh. and he's with her and then they just, I would imagine, I wouldn't, it's strange. I'm going to find some girl who was just giving it up to every Tom, Dick, and Harvey. You've I'm been not, in that relationship. I'm not going to be. But the, I'm you've not, been in that relationship. I'm right. not saying that you was trying to marry her, but you've been in that relationship. Right. You are highly committed in that relationship. Right. But that didn't work out. And that wasn't, and it wouldn't have worked out. That I you can say that so now. So you knew that that wasn't, no. in that point in but time, the, you knew that that wasn't well, going to be a long-term thing? Well, I will say that I don't think I knew immediately that that particular person was a hoe. Okay. I think... If I knew the person was a hoe from door, there wouldn't have been a relationship. But upon the discovery of the hoeness, of the hotensities, I love that word. That's a word. It's not a word. Hotest. It's not a word. <laughs> or the Please whole, stop. Or the whole activities. Not a word. That's when the relationships really started to break down. Because when it was apparent that there was no just commitment to me, when everybody else was getting it, we were breaking down already. That person was never going to be my wife. But keep in mind, that was long before you, and I wasn't going to marry anybody anyway. So that wasn't going to happen. Um, we're going to consider the whole to housewife. Nobody, nobody thinks that. And if we do, I think hold a housewife doesn't refer to that woman as a whole. I think hold a housewife, the whole part refers to who she is in one room in the house as opposed to the marriage, as opposed to the spouse. I think that you like that hoe in the bedroom type of thing, you, you know, like freak in the bedroom, you know, lady in the streets type of thing. Hoe to housewife, I've always found that term strange because I don't like the word hoe either. Like I don't like the B word, but I would never want to marry you, but like, okay, now that I got her, 
Now I'm going to change her. I'm going to change the way she talks, but change the way she dresses. I'm going to change the way she cooks anything. If I have to do all that, then you weren't the right person to begin with. I'm not looking for malleable spouse. I'm looking for somebody who I can mold into perfection because you should be that person by the time we're at the point where we're going to get married. I should see that with you. I should see that potential with you. I'm not going to make you better. I don't know. Maybe I will make you better, but I'm not going to make you a better spouse. I mean, I was already pretty, pretty good. Yeah. You, yeah. True. Exactly. That's why I loved you immediately because you were already good. And See, mysterious. It was not mysterious, baby. <laughs> I love. I love how you like the word mysterious, and it's cute. And hashtag mysterious. <laughs> but I saw you. You had the nice. You had the. You, you. I knew you had kids. You had the nice professional outfit on. You're demure. You were nice. At least you played demure. At least with me. Whatever. I knew what that was. There was not mis- There was not mystery. After we were together for a while, the mystery with you was the previous relationships. I'm like, that dude? You was with that dude? Like, okay. I'm not your Meanwhile, type. Meanwhile, you was trying to, you I know. was what? Make a hoe a housewife. You was a hoe? Is that what you're saying? No. Were you just... You talking about my past, but I'm saying in your past, you know, your past wasn't all sparkly and glitter, okay? Sparkly and glitter. Exactly. I was you not... were trying to make a hoe a no. housewife. No. Once I discovered that hoe... I you ma- discovered the hoe being a hoe several times. Right. But that point, that was never going to be a housewife. That was just maybe trying to salvage some relationship, but was never going to go far. That was just, I wasn't willing to let that go because that was like an early relationship. But every guy is going to have some girl that just messes with him. You learn from it, you move on. Because of that one, I can appreciate the one that I'm in now. So that's the way that works out. But that was never going to be a housewife. Ever. Ever. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, women definitely get slack more for you know doing that for being with somebody but then really wanting that person to be something else um but i also think men do it too Mm, not as much as you ladies do wow Mm -mm. okay Mm -mm. i see y'all you see us what i see y'all do you yep i see all y'all hoes (laughs) (laughs) you've been using hoes just real comfortably not, and I gotta say, I'm a little shocked. Well, because we I'm broke it down shocked. a few episodes ago, how Harvey be hoeing, but oh no! no, no, <laughs> yes. no. So now no. that's the new word. It's a new thing. Listen, if hoacity or ho tendencies is a word, then Harvey be hoacity is a great word. That's beautiful. You hear it. You know what I mean when I say hoacity. You know no. what I'm saying. No. It is from the Latin. Ho. College is a sham. <laughs> college is a lie. Don't be mad at college. You know what I meant. It's because of that education. Because of that two years learning that liberal arts, whatever stuff that you learn, that you can appreciate words like hoacity or complication. Oh, that was even better. You love that one. You love that one. Okay. So let's continue. So we had four of them that we wanted to talk about. I think we can end it with this. People who get into relationships, I guess we question whether we can trust, whether we can value the person that we're with. And maybe we don't. Maybe, you know, just start off with we love them, but we don't know where they stand. 
But once you jump the broom, everything changes. Once you jump the broom, you're not going to lie, cheat, or steal. Do you think marriage cleans up all the issues that you may have with just your boyfriend or girlfriend? Once you're married, everything is going to everything is going to fall into place because now we're a couple. Well, absolutely not. But I think that misconception comes from, you know, the people who are trying to gain some sort of, you know, forgiveness. So you take a situation where, although they were already married, but you take a situation like Cardi B and Offset, where he's out there, he's doing wrong, and then he makes these big grand gestures, you know, he's showing up to these events, she's on stage, and now he's up there, and you know, he's like, please forgive me, I'll never do it again. But you take these relationships where there's those types of situations where they're showing up and they're doing all these big grand gestures but one of those grand gestures might involve an engagement ring and it's like i will never do it again and so you accept that ring you're like yes of course i'll marry you and because of course he's never gonna do it again Mm -hmm. Mm. i know that's the weakest misconception and there are tons of misconceptions with marriage but the idea that a person will just magically poof, just be a new person because there's a ring on a finger. I I find that strange. You are who you are, I think. And while you don't entirely believe in, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater, I think people will show you, will show you who they are. And just because we get married all of a sudden, everything doesn't clear up. Like, I mean, for us, you know, knew I loved you episode where we would discuss that intimately, but I knew I loved you from the door. I you knew the person that I was. Now, while marriage was a sacred and important thing to you, if by some chance we hadn't we hadn't gotten married, the person that I am now, the committed man that I am now, is the same committed person I was before and after. Only you would have been single. All, all right. So then I. So then you wouldn't have been committed. That's it was what you're saying. Important to me, right? To be married. So right. I wouldn't have sat down trying to Oprah and Stedman it this whole Oprah time. Oprah and Stedman. Listen, Oprah and Stedman have been together for a long time. There could be worse titles you can give a relationship than to Oprah and Stedman it. They've been through the highs and lows. The only thing they're missing, I guess, is the the legal paperwork that is a marriage. But those two are together. They seem happy. No shenanigans. So that's not all bad. That's good. But that's what they want out of their relationship. That's not something that I wanted out of my relationship. Mm -hmm. So I would not have stayed for that i wouldn't have tried to assume that you know if i stay with you longer i can convince you to change your mind so that's where that situation would have would have wound up can we talk for a second about about your stalker (laughs) about my stalker well she's not stalking you anymore but she she did stalk you in the past and you know i feel like that was a situation where you broke down that you guys were be friends and just friends and she wanted to change that situation for some strange reason and believe that it had you got trapped in a hotel room that stuff would have gone down <laughs> <laughs> But that wasn't a listen. That wasn't a relationship. Of course, it wasn't a relationship. But that was part of the thing: is that 
you had broke that down that you guys were just supposed to be friends. Right. I don't know. I, that was weird. My, I think, I guess that, I don't know if that's my mistake. I've had plenty of friends who are women that I was not in a romantic relationship with. So I guess, I don't know, I'm clueless to it. I didn't feel like it was such a thing, a big deal that needed to be explained. Now, listen, we're not romantically involved. We're not a thing. We just friends. We just happen to be a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm of the belief that a man and a woman can be friends and there can be nothing, you know, past friendship. So yeah. this person was like, thought something more was going to happen. Yeah. I think I made it pretty clear it wasn't going to happen. And, you know, and she stuck around hoping yeah. for something different, hoping which for is, something, but, which is a common mistake people make right. thinking that you can change somebody like that. But she wasn't that know. person wasn't trying to change me. That person was trying to change the relationship. That person was trying to create a relationship. So they weren't that person wasn't trying to make me a different person. That person was trying to change my status to them, my title to them. It's different. Okay. So, different. so okay. they the person liked me for what for who I was. No, she loved you. She <laughs> she clearly yes, she loved me. But who doesn't? I'm Harvey. How wow. can how can you not love me? Wow. Right. Okay. True. Right. Exactly. I bring the you know I bring this Harveyness. You can't just help but just like oh my god, he's so amazing. I need to love him. And I then you it. did it exactly. You do get it. I she get tried, it. but she it. didn't get it. Wow. Exactly. And that's just how this works out. You are the person who is meant to get that. You're welcome. Thank so. you. <laughs> how did this go there? I don't know. But in the end, that yeah, trying to change the person, if you feel like there's so much that you need to do to make them a better person, maybe they're not the person you're supposed to be with in the first place. No, no. Then you need to find somebody else who is closer to what your image of that perfect partner or spouse is. If you're going to go in there and try to just change this, change that, then you may make them into the person that you want, but then a few of the things that you loved about them to make you give them a chance, you might just be cutting that stuff away too. So marriage isn't the end all for relationships. Marriage doesn't solve anything. Marriage is just an enhanced commitment. It's the ring, it's the paper, it's we're in this together type of thing. Mm -hmm. But it should not be a stepping stone to something. Everything else should be a stepping stone to marriage. So if you look at marriage as step one to something else, then you're probably going about it the wrong way. Everything else should be pre-marriage. It shouldn't be marriage that, all right, now I'm going to make them better cook. Or now I'm going to make her dress better. Or now this or now that. That's really the wrong way to look at it. You should look at marriage as... The person I marry on that day, that's the person I'm with. Foibles, good, bad, will change. Like you said, people change, but you shouldn't make that person change. I'm going to change no matter what I do, just because life does that. Life has a way of just, you know, we change our personalities, we change our things. But, you know. Yes. Well, I think that's almost leading into a whole nother misconception, just that marriage is easy and that, you know, if let's say your relationship is a little bit tumultuous, mm-hmm. you think marriage is going to make everything nice and flowers and daisies. I mean, everybody says that marriage is hard. Marriage is a lot of work and so forth. But I really feel like people don't truly appreciate the the fact that it, it actually is work. 
it's hard work. I feel like I tell you that every day. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I feel like in some fashion, in some way, you get that out. You do say that. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think when people hear that marriage is work, it has a negative connotation to it. Because I don't know. I mean, if you don't like work to then describe your marriage as work, you're not going to take it for what that comment really means. It doesn't mean it's bad. It means that it is time consuming, that it's a commitment, that change, desires, everything, your environment, kids, family, everything is thrown into this relationship and you've got to deal with it. You've got to be able to handle things. You've got to handle things together. Mm -hmm. So the work is the effort that you're putting in just dealing with things because you know we're individuals and we talked about that while we are a unit we are still individuals and you do and I do plenty of stuff that annoys you and likewise and stuff and these are things that we deal with together things that we have to discover and accept that's work that's the time put in that's you know i don't know the therapy the physical therapy the marriage therapy that you you work in and you exercise the muscle that is the marriage and you make it better and you deal with things better and you love each other more because you can appreciate everything. The work is what makes it even better is because you're not the woman I married 10 plus years ago. I'm certainly not the same guy. Right. Right. But you've changed. I was there to appreciate the change, to see the change coming, to see the much better person that you are now. Hooray. And me, change different person that I was 10 years ago and you see that change that's work that's experience that's time that we put in so I don't mind the work and it, you no one should mind it in fact it's a marriage there should be nothing else you'd want to put that time into there's nobody else in the world that I should want to work for to be in a relationship with than my wife so it's good work good work it's good work. Good work. Mm -hmm. You like that? I love it. I, I love it. it. Good work. Mm -hmm. Well done. Once again, hashtag good work. Yes. Exactly. Yeezy 2020. No, I don't know about all that. No? Stop Still bring, not. Stop bringing okay. him into this. What is that? He's on the ballot now. I don't it, care where, if he's where, on. What state was it? I, I just told you the other day. Was, was it, it Indiana? Was, was it like Arkansas or something? Arkansas, it might have been. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. So he'll be on the ballot Good in a few states. Him. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he's not there to win. He knows he's not going to win. He's just there. He to, will get a significant amount of votes. Which he is will sad. probably bypass third party legitimate candidates, and it's, it's going to be yeah. very sad. Yeah. Yeah, that should, he's not even on the ballot in enough states. Right. Yeah. And he will still probably mm -hmm. steal a good mm -hmm. chunk of votes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the struggle is real. Struggle e is real. Easy 2020. Easy 2020. Yeah, okay. You keep saying that. <laughs> you keep saying that. I shall. Mm -hmm. All right, baby. So I think we've come to the conclusion that... Um, Love really has been de demystified today. I like that word. Yeah. Love is demystified. Love is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. 
And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black Podcast. See you next week.